Welcome to the Punks Cast, hosted by Josh Rostbaker-Feltz and Jordan Fighting Wasabi Kamasura. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Week four of the Punks Cast. It's been a hell of a week. Lots to talk about around the league. Lots to talk about around waiver wire picks, the week in review, injuries, the matchup of the week, all those great segments coming today. With me as always, Jordan. How you doing, buddy? Feeling great. How you doing, Kamesh? Doing well. Two game winning streak. Oof. That is a big winning streak. I myself am on a one game winning streak, but I'm feeling good, feeling real good. So good that all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. Damn, I like that. That's right. We got new technology on the podcast. We can play drops. We can have sound effects. It's going to be great. Get ready for hilarity. Awesome. All right, so we are into week five. Week four is done. That means we are 29% complete with the regular season of the Fantasy Football League. Uh, yeah, so more than a quarter of the way there. How are you feeling about your team so far, buddy? Oh, I feel like uh, it's the Jordan train. It's just starting to rumble. <laughs> it's back on track. Back on track, two-game winning streak. Yeah, team's getting hot. I feel like my team is hanging on by a thread, but... I. I do like my players. It's just I need them to, to get a little bit healthier right now. But, you know, they're putting up points, so I can't complain. I barely made out this week, but a win is a win, right? Hey, that's all that matters. Get that dub. All right, let's, uh, let's uh, head around the league, the Tetrapunks League, and see what we're looking at now. Uh, the standings have changed a bit since last week, but at the top, still, Mr. Yuck and Tetrapimps undefeated. No change there. They're just rolling on 4-0. Some big movement for my team. Moved up into fourth place right behind Bob's Texans team, which is funny because I beat him this week. But uh, that, that, that rounds out your top four. And uh, we've got some, you know, some important matchups this week. Yeah, we do. I think for sure Marcio's got to be looking uh, to get another win. He's only got one on the season, but he has the second most points. And he's uh, he's facing up against Bob's team at 3-1. and one. H- How do you think it's looking for him? Uh, I mean, he has no problem scoring, man. It's just, <laughs> he just can't win. Yeah, he just brings out the best in every opponent. That's a tough, tough road. Yeah, he's he's got to be frustrated. But like I keep saying, that these things will work themselves out unless they don't, I guess. And his hasn't worked itself out yet. Let's talk about your matchup. My matchup? My matchup is uh, is pretty important to me, I'll say that. Yeah, Mahomes coming off their first win. Uh, so they're one and three, and I'm two and two. I like my chances, but these injuries, this last injury to Dave Montgomery is really hurting my team. And I've got to go up against Josh Allen and Saquon and Brandon Cooks, who's surprisingly having a monster season. It's, uh, it's going to be tough. Yeah, and Saquon's just, you know, uh, yeah, he's, he's looking like the old Saquon. So that'll be a good matchup. Yeah, I think the only thing holding him back is just the whole Giants team is <laughs> the rest of them. And of course, Jason Garrett, as we've spoken about before. Um, yeah, we've had some uh, some interesting transactions in the league. We had uh, a big trade last week, which we talked about on the podcast. Yeah, I wanna uh, I wanna follow up on that trade because uh, I think we, we we talked about this before you know before our recording and uh, you know the, the in our last episode uh, we, we we discussed in detail you know about the trade mm-hmm. and how you thought that trade was fair yada yada yada. For those who 
don't remember, that was uh, Devo plus Peyton Barber. I shipped them out for TJ Hawkinson and and injured AJ Brown. Yes, go ahead. All right. So fast forward to Monday night, <laughs> right? Right. And uh, Peyton Barber got injured, I think after one snap, which we learned today, he was diagnosed with a uh, turf toe injury. So... And before that, even uh, the fact that Josh Jacobs was activated for that game, you know. True. That's true. So immediately hurt Peyton Barber's value. But yeah, things happen. Yes. Yes. True. So my question to you, Josh, is how do you sleep at night, man? (laughs) I mean, yeah, this is turning out to be worse than those gift card scams, you know? You mean like the uh, call centers in India that call and <laughs> try to get you to buy all the gift cards for them? That that scam? Yeah, so I mean, you know, but yeah, we, we have another trade that we're going to talk about. Let's close that right now. Yeah. It just went down right before recording this podcast. Uh, yet another trade uh, between Jeff and Bob. And uh, Bob is shipping off Damian Williams, who he just picked up. We'll talk about in the waiver wire section, but he just picked up off the waiver wire. And uh, he's getting back uh, Cincinnati wide receiver T. Higgins, right? Yeah, I, li- I like this trade. Yeah. Uh, I-, I like this for the both for both of them like uh, Bob he's playing uh that wide receiver from the Bills right now as his WR2 so this really uh helps him in in that you know in that role is he playing uh Sanders or Beasley Beasley yeah there you go yeah Beasley your favorite Beasley yeah I call Beasley and then uh for Jeff uh, we, we all know, even before the, the start of the season, his first round pick, J.K. Dobbins, was hurt. So uh, getting Damian Williams, that, that would really help him. But I would have preferred he did this like next week, you know, after this week, because I'm, I'm playing against him. So, Well, Jeff can use all the help he can get. His team is in the gutter. It's not looking good. He's currently 0-4, and there's, there's not a whole lot of signs of, of life right now for him. So hopefully he can get this thing back on track. Damian Williams should be a decent player for you for the next four to five weeks as David Montgomery recovers from his hyperextended knee, which is you know, unfortunate for my team. Did they already give out like a timeline for that yet? Because I think all I, I read in the online is that, you know, all assumptions. Yeah, well, Matt Nagy, he's uh, one of these coaches that likes to really keep things close to the vest. Like he doesn't want to tell you who their starting quarterback is because God forbid you prepare for Justin Fields versus uh, Handy Dalton. Like that's just going to make the entire difference in an NFL game. Yeah, he's just one of those guys. So yeah, uh, the official designation for Montgomery is still doubtful, not even out. So it screws up your lineups in Yahoo because you can't put him in an IR slot. I think just today, Yahoo went ahead and switched him to out because it's ridiculous. But I don't think Chicago has officially listed him as, as out. He's still you know, day-to-day or doubtful or whatever. But that's just Matt Nagy being an idiot. But <laughs> I digress. Maybe he, he maybe he thinks he's trying to outsmart himself. For sure. Yeah. No, he's one of the. He thinks he's just a you know a magician. He can you know keep the cards hidden and and dazzle you with the, the surprise attack on Sunday. But uh, it's not going to happen. Yeah, there's no way he plays for the next you know I would say four weeks for sure. I mean hyperextended knee. There's no reason. And the thing is, their their bye weeks coming pretty soon after that timetable. So it may be like uh, week eleven before uh, Montgomery gets back in. So um, yeah. So you may have you know quite a you know six weeks of solid running back uh, utilization from Damian, and they may even ease Montgomery back in after that. So you may get six and a half, seven. Yeah, definitely good for Jeff's team. <laughs> Speaking of the waiver wire, let's uh, move on to our waiver wire pickups this week. There was a lot of activity around that Damian Williams. There was a lot of bids, and it took $39 from Bob to get him. But uh, Marcio also put in that $39 bid, but he didn't have the priority. 
The $39 is, is interesting. Why do you think they went with that specific number? I don't understand. So true, true story. Uh, I also actually put in 39 My initial bid was 39 It's because you had $38 fab left. Me? Yes. <laughs> so we, 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 you know, we study all of this. And then we're like, yeah, 39 this would beat out Josh. But at the same time, during that time, I was thinking about it. I, I've looked at uh, John's team, and he had $40 left. So I, I bumped it up to $40, uh, thinking that if he would like spend all this money, I would still win because I had like higher priority on the, on the waiver, right? And then uh, just before I went to bed last night, I was thinking, you know, $39 for running back, which doesn't have, re- you know, a designation. Like he, he's not been ruled out yet. So I'm kind of like leery of spending spending too much so I, I dropped it to like 19 and I was, I was thinking like if, if Josh would spend money he's 38 fab I, I would think he would spend 18 and just be 20 but you know <laughs> like everybody's just trying to get inside my head I, I ended up bidding 31 because I didn't want to totally handicap myself for the rest of the season but you know what maybe you guys just saved me from myself I've, I've still got a good amount of fab left now I didn't get Damian Williams but I did get you know Samaji P Ryan who's not who's not as good and it doesn't have as clear a role because uh, we're not really sure about uh, Joe Mixon's injury yet I've also picked up Kenneth Gainwell for the Eagles who's been lighting it up the last couple of weeks because they have apparently forgotten all about Miles Sanders over in Philly so yeah, that that's ridiculous. I mean, he he was he was doing so well like at the end of last season. So uh, yeah, I don't know. So speaking of P Ryan, uh, the the other one that you picked at three fifty three a.m. this morning. So 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 <laughs> what time was your alarm? Because I I noticed like you know Yahoo has been delayed with like doing waivers, like doing the waiver run. Because uh, as far as I know, they should have been, should have did it like 2 a.m. But the last few weeks, like, you know, 3-ish or something like that. So I'm just curious. Yeah, no, I had noticed that it was like 3.45-ish uh, when the waivers ran last time. So I might have had an alarm set, but I will contend that my alarm was twofold. I did know that the waivers would run and I did want to wake up early, but I also knew that at 3 a.m. the new Battlefield beta was coming out on my PlayStation. So I wanted to play that as well. So yeah, it was a, okay, okay. you know, kill two birds with one stone. It worked out for you. So it did. I got P. Ryan for $0, you know, just picked him up as a free agent right there. And after the waiver wire ran. Speaking of alarms, we've been doing this for like the last 10 years now, right? And I think my body's already adjusted to it to the point that I don't set an alarm anymore. It knows Wednesday morning, you wake up early. Whatever happens, just wake up early and check the waiver. So is is that bad? Or? No, I mean, unfortunately, this is what I was trying to get away from when I made the changes to the waiver system this year. But, you know, you pointed out several flaws in that strategy. But I wanted to get away from the fact that there is an advantage of getting up early and trying to pick up some free players that get uh, passed over in the waiver wire. So you, you were trying to help me. I, I, you should have told me that in the very, from the very beginning. The, the fact that you can do a $0 bid, it should help this situation. I mean, it does help this situation, right? There's, there's, there's less advantage to, to getting up early. But it's hard because Yahoo doesn't allow you to do that really complicated waiver uh, bid, right? Like you can't say, if I get this player, then do this X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah. Or if I don't get this player, do Y. If I do get him, do X. And, you know, if there was a more complicated way of setting up your waiver bid, then you wouldn't need to get up early. But, you know, early bird gets the worm. That's what I always say. Congrats. Congrats to your waiver pick. Thanks. Uh, the other notable waiver wire bid was, I think, the $15 spent on Butker, a kicker. Uh, can you remember a, a larger amount spent on a kicker? Uh, don't, don't remind me of kickers. 
Okay, I, you know, I have like bad, bad experiences with kickers. So, yeah, don't, don't ever ask me that question again. For a footnote, please see the Liker maneuver tab in your Teams client. Yeah, Logan, Logan spent fifteen on that, uh, on that kicker. Which, uh, man, I, yeah, that's that's a lot. You want a piece of that uh, Kansas City offense, but it's just a kick, and they seem to get more touchdowns than, than field goals. So, no. Moving on, we had some notable injuries. We've already discussed some of these. Uh, as I said, David Montgomery for running back for the Chicago Bears. Uh, he's out four to five weeks with a uh, hyperextended knee, knee sprain. It's hard to tell, but some sort of knee injury. That's a bummer for my team. He was actually starting to come on. He had a really good week this week when he got injured, actually. Uh, so bummer for me. I was surprised he wasn't like on, you know, he wasn't out for the season. The way the way it was like shown on TV, the injury. Yeah, when he went down, it looked that his face looked like he was done for the season. Yeah, yeah. You can usually tell just by the way they they act. Yeah. Uh, tight end Logan Thomas got a hamstring. He's week to week, which is just awful for fantasy managers. Oh, I I hate that designation, man. I mean, out for three weeks, I I would take that. Then week to week. Oh. He reminds me of another Washington uh, tight end that uh, I seem to remember <laughs> in the, the recent uh, past. Our, our favorite, Jordan Reed. That's right. Always week to week. Jordan Reed was a week to week for his whole career. <laughs> you didn't know if he was going to get a concussion during practice or during the game or, you know, walking to the stadium. You have to play him because he, he only has like a few games that he could play, but he will be awesome until he gets hurt. What do we call it? Rule 86. Rule 86. Yeah, that was his number. If he's active, you play him. Yes. <laughs> no questions asked. Jimmy Garoppolo, also calf injury. So uh, a lot of people thought this was going to be the beginning of the Trey Lance era, but now it's starting to look like he might play this weekend, but we'll, we'll see. Shanahan. Yeah, you can't trust Shanahan. One more, uh, QB Teddy Bridgewater. He's in the concussion protocol, and Denver just desperately needs him to play, <laughs> I would say. Oh, and last but not least, uh, maybe this explains all the really terrible play, but uh, Ben Roethlisberger has a hip injury, according to Tomlin. So, Or maybe that's an excuse. Who knows? Yeah, it sounds like an excuse to me. Yeah. Maybe he injured his hip on that terrible pass we were talking about last week where that was on so many meme gifs of him just falling down while throwing a ball. <laughs> Moving on to the week in review, let's talk some studs and duds. Jordan, who's your stud for this week? Oh, my stud for the week is none other than Mr. Cordero Patterson. Man, he's looking like a waiver wire winner so far, huh? He's the stud of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Dual eligibility, which is really crucial for bye weeks. And, and it's funny because he's RB1 and WR2 of the week. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and for the season, he's RB3 and WR5. Uh, what, what, what a world we live in where, you know, when we talk about stud, it applies to Cordero Patterson, right? You know, he's, it's not like he's been bad either. He's been this good the whole time he's been in the league, but nobody has unlocked Cordero until now. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. So uh, another interesting thing is John, Mr. Yuck. Well, Mr. Yuck, that's his, fan, that's his team name. I didn't call her him Mr. Yuck because I'm bitter. Uh, <laughs> sad Patterson, but his team still scored 135 points. It just goes to show how loaded his team is. It's ridiculous. He's going to be really tough to beat this year. 
my pick for studs, and I think it makes perfect sense, uh, and that's Mr. Debo Samuel. He was uh, 8 for 12, 156 yards, two touchdowns this week, and he's averaging 10 targets a week, which is just monster, which is like half the targets uh, on his team through, through the first four games. All the 49ers QBs have 130 passer rating when they target him, so he's obviously just well worth anything you would uh, pay for him, and he's, uh, he's a monster. Of course you pick Debo. The guy you included in the trade. Well, because he was very valuable. That's why I had to include him in the trade. So, so hey, Mark, if you're listening, I've been in this league the last 10 years. This is basically Josh reaching and trying to justify uh, a one-sided trade to make you feel and think you made a fair trade. So, 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 so don't fall for it, buddy. At this point, it is a one-sided trade. It's just all the other side, not my side. Because all I got was like six and a half points out of TJ Hawkinson. So I don't see it. At any point, how this is a lopsided trade, other than lopsided against my my team. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's move on to duds. Who you got, Jordan? Uh, I, I'm gonna pick Tyson Williams. Uh, I know we we talked about this guy being like a you know a good pick for Pish. Uh, because he's like the, the RB1 for uh, the Ravens. But he's averaging, averaging 6.1 yards per carry, right? But he went from starter to inactive. Like he was a healthy scratch in week four. And Latavius Murray started week four and saw 78% of Baltimore, Baltimore's running back rushes. That was the highest for any Ravens back of this on, on the season. And the previous high, you, you guessed it, it was Tyson Williams at 52% in week two. So it's, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, you had so much promise, but uh, yeah, a healthy scratch is is a bad sign for your running back. My pick is uh, the gas man, Mr. Miles Gaskin. He's uh, <laughs> he's had a he's had an up and down season, but it's gotten pretty low now. He's getting out snapped by Malcolm Brown. More, more, more like Miles Askin, am I right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's asking to be cut, is what he's doing. <laughs> uh, he only had two touches this week. Out of, and only played 12 snaps. Uh, that's just not going to get it done for any fantasy football team. I, I don't know what the Dolphins are doing, man. I mean, or LOL fins. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got a name for everybody, don't you? Yeah, what, what people are calling, right? No, they're, they're lost. That you know, A lot of people expected this to be kind of a, a nice building year for them, that you know, Tua was going to come back and maybe take a step forward. But uh, the defense, the offense, it's all just complete dumpster fire over there maybe that trade is gonna happen you know what i'm talking about right uh uh the quarterback from houston oh for uh yeah deshaun watson yeah yeah yep. there was a lot of rumors about that early on i think he would have to get through all of his court trouble before that uh before that happens but that that doesn't look like that's gonna happen anytime soon there's something uh something in common with our two duds this week though what is it <laughs> are they both on pish's team Man. Yeah, we, 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 we wanted to rename this to a, a Pish special, but we, we stuck with duds. Oh, man, that's, that's really harsh. We, we shouldn't do that anymore. Next time, we're going to make sure we don't pick all players from one person's team as the duds or studs, really. So we got to spread the love around. Moving on, some, uh, just some NFL quick hits. Uh, looks like we're going to have our first uh, London game of the year. And as usual... It's it's a terrible matchup. Jets versus Falcons. At least uh, at least the Jags aren't playing. It seems like the Jags always get the London games. I won't be surprised if that would be the second game. It probably is. I'll have to look at the schedule. 
But I mean, man, Jets versus Falcons. I'm like, really? Talk about bringing our shit to the UK. <laughs> Preseason, it probably didn't seem that bad because the Jets got a new QB. The Falcons, you know, are the Falcons. But they they weren't predicted to be this bad. But yeah, it's 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 not good. I I, I feel sorry for the people who are paying I don't know four hundred pounds for a ticket. Is, is that right? Is that a, is that a good number of pounds to pay for an NFL ticket? It sounds about right. I don't know. <laughs> four hundred quid. Okay, love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's shite, as they would say. But speaking of the UK and their secondary team, the Jaguars. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got to talk about this Urban Meyer stuff that's been going on the last couple of days. It's just hilarious. Have you watched the video of Urban Meyer getting grinded on by some college co-ed? I had to. I had to. I'm like, I'm seeing it, you know, from the news. Like, I had to find this video. It's, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It looks so bad. Oh, yeah. And I love his story. Did you hear his uh, press conference talking about this? He's his 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 explanation for the whole thing. He was staying in town. He didn't fly back with the team. He stayed in town to meet up with his grandkids. So he's trying to put up the force field of, uh, you know, grandkids first. And then, uh, oh, you know, some people were partying next door and asked me to come over and sign some autographs. So I said yes, but I should have said no. And at that point, he goes to throw uh, Trevor Lawrence under the bus saying talking about how Trevor took had his bachelor party in Vegas and he was warning Trevor about all that could happen in Vegas and, and all this stuff. And it had nothing to do with his press conference, but he just had to throw it out there that Trevor Lawrence had a bachelor party in Vegas. Like it's you just Trevor's just catching stray bullets left and right here. Then uh Urban says something like uh, she was just dancing there and you know he he wasn't really paying attention to her. But then two two minutes later another video surfaces where you see him just uh how should I put this? Um going south of the border with his right hand. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was, yeah. Like, dude. Yeah. So there's a lot of talk that he may not he may not make it this week. Uh, I haven't checked the news in the last 10 minutes, but if I get an alert saying Urban Meyer is no longer the coach of the Jaguars, I would not be surprised. And then there's some leak coming out from players in the locker room that he's just totally lost the team. They're all laughing at him behind his back, and nobody respects him in the locker room. So... That's a really bad sign four weeks into your tenure as, as head coach. Final segment, moving on. We're going to, we got to talk about the matchup of the week. And uh, everybody loves the matchup of the week. MOT dubs, as it's called in the street. But uh, this week, I bring you one roster baiters versus Mahomies. Uh, that's uh, two and two roster baiters versus one and three Mahomies. I don't have a, you know, a dog in this fight other than the fact that's my team. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not biased in any way, but I'm, I'm feeling good about my chances. I like this matchup. Yeah? Yeah. Quarterbacks, K1, Kyler versus Josh Allen. Oh, that's, that's fun. Fun to watch. I think those were both QBs that were on my roster last year at some point. Like, I, that was big on both those guys a couple of years ago. Uh, I, Kyler's been awesome for me, but Josh Allen is always a threat, and especially going up against... Kansas City, Josh Allen's going to have a field day. Their their defense is not good, and he's going to have to score a lot of points to keep up. So Another good matchup would be the RB1s, Zeke versus Barkley. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, and we get to see it in the same game. I know. That, that, exactly. It's nice. Currently, RB2 is unknown for roster baiters. I think uh, in my lineup currently is a Samaji P. Ryan, but that is in no way uh, a sure thing. 
I may have to put in Elijah Mitchell if he starts, or I, honestly, I don't know. Maybe Gainwell. I, I haven't made the decision yet. It's not looking good at RB2, though. Like my chances at tight end, you know, got my Hawkinson started against uh, Jonu Smith. Jonu having some tough time in New England because there's just too many mouths to feed in the tight end room. He's sharing time with uh, Hunter Henry over there. So Yeah, I, I gave this tight end position to your team. And uh, well, I guess wide receivers we didn't talk, but uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm feeling pretty good there. DJ Moore and, and Stephon Diggs for me, I think is a pretty good one-two punch. Yeah. He's got Brandon Cooks, who's been somehow really good this year, uh, but his uh, secondary option is Kenny Galladay, who... Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's got, he's got Tyreek Hill. I almost missed that. Uh, never mind. He's really good there, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tyreek Hill is, you know, he, he's, he's that type of guy that you're always worried about because he, he just explodes or there's, there's no in between. It's either boom or bust, but his bust is still like a floor game, right? So, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of hoping like he would just boom, like three touchdowns, two touchdowns. But well, I'm not hoping that. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Matt uh, is I mean, that. he's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty even there, I'd say. Uh, uh, Hill, Cooks, Galladay for him, Diggs, DJ Moore, and Corey Davis, who is the only bright spot on the New York Jets. I think is Corey Davis. So yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, should be should be a pretty close matchup. Uh, kickers and defense who cares but and 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 you get to watch Corey davis sunday morning early morning 8 30 oh yeah that's right that's a plus i probably won't watch it just to be honest <laughs> <laughs> that's too early i'm not ready for football at 8 30 a.m all right so i think we've uh come to the conclusion i'm definitely gonna win so i'm glad to hear that can't wait and i'll be uh three and two and maybe moving up into third place who knows depends on how things roll I think that'll do it for the podcast, Jordan. Let's uh, let's tell the people goodbye. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, Gomesh. It's always a pleasure. You're right. Look forward to next week. Make sure you guys get in those uh, voicemails. We love to feature it on the Dear Commish segment. Uh, I'll leave a link in the podcast description as well as on the team's channel. Peace out, everybody. Peace out.